This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. Ah, you won't believe who I got a hold of. Ladies and gentlemen, babybrunch.co.za. I present to you Bianca Flanders. I cannot believe that we actually got hold of you. She's an international star and actress. And usually when we call her, she's on set for something. How are you? I'm good. I am so happy and excited to be talking to you. I want to know, how did you get to become an author? You write books? I do. I do. Children's um, books. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm actually, I'm quite a nerd myself, so I love reading. And I suppose, you know, as actors, we are are storytellers. Um, So this is just another medium. It's another way of telling a story. And I think it's always best to kind of, especially when tackling something new, to work from what you know. Um, Mm. And I thought, I I guess, to be honest, I wrote the book for two reasons. One is my private special reason that I'll share with you only on this platform. And then one is the reason that I kind of say in interviews. So the interview reason is that I uh, wrote the book because I myself struggled with my hair for the longest time. Um, And it took me a really long time to learn how to love it. So I wanted to help a lot of girls you know, I wanted to save them a lot of kind of mental effort and mental gymnastics of having to do all that work because mm-hmm. I think representation matters. And the uh, the private special reason is I would really like kids one day and I wrote it for the daughter that I don't have because I'd like to have a daughter or a son one day and I hope that they can, and there is no doubt they are not getting curly hair. So <laughs> <laughs> if it's biological. So um, this is for them. So I hope that they get to one day see themselves and read about themselves. Um yeah, because because what we ingest really forms our ideas and it forms the way we think about the world. And I think if I can save some kids the kind of trouble that I've mm. had to go through, then I would have done something good. And here comes Pumpkin Finds Her Queen by Bianca Flanders. And she is holding a brush and she is showing all of our children how they can just be themselves. So I'm yes. going to open it anywhere in the in the book. Okay. I'm opening it on this page and it says one day her sister saw her as she brushed and stretched and combed her secret was found out she feared now everyone would know tell me about the book it's about um the message for me in the book it's yes it's about curly hair but it's also mostly about how it's our individuality it's our uniqueness that makes us special um and the hair is just it just it could be it could have been about noses or you know I don't know big feet or whatever it is but you know I just I have hair issues so um it just happened to be about hair and it's 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 about struggling for me pumpkin is I wanted her to be quite real um and as humans we are also flawed and we have uncomfortable feelings and we struggle with things and it's important for me that in children's books we see that as well and and I also wanted it to be magical and fun which I think the illustrations really play into that um 
yeah, so it's about just struggling with self-acceptance. Um, and I, I'm such an advocate for women supporting women and girls supporting girls. And I just think the the younger we can start doing that, the better, you know, because if we're not stressing about things like our hair or I don't like this one or I don't want to be her friend, then that leaves your brain a lot of space to kind of become the CEO of a company or maybe right. know, start your business or study or, you know, because you're not worrying about things like that. And I think the the younger we, and you know what, Ilana, it has been every week I get, my inbox is, uh, you know, filled with messages from librarians or teachers at school or parents who say how much the book has meant to their kids, mm-hmm. um, how much they didn't like the hair. And finally they get excited because they see somebody that looks like them. Um, or is maybe having the same problem that they're having. And that that just makes my heart so warm. Um, and the next one, I also think, you know, as a storyteller, it's important not to shy away from uncomfortable topics. So the next book yes. is in the book, Pumpkin Gets a Bit Jealous. So she's got she's really envious of another little girl and she struggles with those feelings. Um, so we kind of unpack what that means. And then, you know, kindness also takes on um a life of its own so she gets confused because she thinks kindness is something that she can look for behind her oma's knees or underneath the couch and she can't find it and then she realizes it's, it's from inside and then she gets to watch the magic of that so it's also about naming these uncomfortable feelings and how mm-hmm. do we navigate that space because it's normal because we're human um it doesn't make us terrible people so just yeah it's navigating those kinds of spaces what do you think as an author right that is changing the world because that's what you're doing, Bianca. You are changing the world bit by bit by telling stories. And remember, we learn through our children. So mm. parents will pick up this book. And even though this is a book for a little girl or a little boy, we will learn through this. But mm. what is your intention? What do you want every parent and child to feel when they pick up any one of Bianca Flanders' books and they read it to their children? I I would like them to feel seen um, and I'd like them to feel that they are not alone uh, and to feel that they can celebrate all their differences and all the things that make them unique. That is kind of my main inspiration or motivation behind writing the books. And I also, you know what, I mean, we live in such a beautiful, troubling country. There are so many juxtapositions in, in South Africa and you know, so many people have so many things to complain about, but I, I really want to actively create the world I want to live in. And I want to be a citizen that makes South Africa better. And, and I want to contribute to healing. Um, and for me, Pumpkin, my books are a way of, of doing this. Even if it makes a difference in five people's lives, it would have been five people that were touched. So that is kind of my main, as cheesy as it sounds, that's my main inspiration behind all most of all the work that I do, actually. Yeah. There's no cheese here, I can tell you that. And you're definitely not just inspiring five people. There are 5,000 people at this moment listening and watching this video. Bianca Flanders, thank you so much. Pumpkin Finds a Queen. You can find it at any of the bookshops. And what's the new one called? It's called Pumpkin Finds Her Kindness, or in Afrikaans, it's Pumpkin Pits Her Groen Gevoel. Don't have that green feeling. <laughs> or have it and read the book. Yeah, thanks so much. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid, from the benefits you want to how and how much you pay.
Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. Today we're talking coding with Demi Swart and you can find them on istore.co.za forward slash education. I think the first question that most of us want to know is what is coding? So Alana, today's world is really, really, it's driven by technology, our phone, Netflix, Uber. Code is what makes this technology work. Uh, Coding, sometimes called computer programming, is how we essentially communicate with computers. Code tells those computers what actions to take. And by writing code, it's like creating that set of instructions. For children, by learning to write code, they actually get that opportunity to tell the computers what to do or how to behave in a much faster, in a much more cool way that they want it to work. They can use the skill set to make things like websites, apps, process data, and do so many other cool things. But it's not just about making these apps and making these websites. When your child really learns how to code, they're learning the language of technology. And that's the brilliance about it. They're learning new ways to think and bring ideas to life. And as iStore Education, we believe that every single child should have that opportunity to create something that can one day change the world. And coding is that first step. It's an amazing first step to do that. What age can a child start coding? I mean, most of us think that uh, we're making robots and, and, and just that. I mean, how much could a five-year-old really achieve when, when they code? So when they start learning the fundamentals of coding at a very young age, like the five years old and the six years old, it really helps children listen, communicate and think in new and different ways. We have seen firsthand how learning to code can even improve a child's confidence. So children as young as six years of age can start coding and they're able to grasp at least the beginner's coding concepts. Coding for children has gained so much popularity and is growing in the recent years as technology becomes increasingly a part of our everyday life. So when children learn to code, it's typically done under the guidance of a game or what we call an unplugged activity. Um, And this process is fun. It's engaging and they are still learning these new skills. Okay, so you've more or less told me what happens in a coding class, but what what I realized is, so I I decide now that my five-year-old needs to code and it's holiday and um, I think even it might have been lockdown and do, do do you have to have the most current device in order to learn how to code? Uh, No, if you are learning from a young age, we start children off with, uh, like I mentioned, those unplugged activities. And what those unplugged activities essentially are, are they activities that don't use a device at all. They're an activity that teaches them the coding concept. It brings and it ties it into what they already know, how they uh brush their teeth, for instance, we use in in coding like a sequence and teaching them the concept of sequencing. We do move on to coding apps. And as we move on, if your app is compatible with an older device, 
all the happiness. You don't need the latest device to learn how to code. When you want to design your apps, <laughs> yes, they come in handy. But again, you can you can build on, on any device. Immediately as a mom, I'm thinking, what are the benefits? I mean, why should kids code? So like I said, code is all around us from social apps to YouTube to everything. It keeps us in contact to the systems that make everything work. So learning to code is essentially a a skill set. And to succeed in this world with these new skills, with these uh, new, new technologies, coding becomes that benefit. We couldn't agree more with the World Economic Forum that says creativity, critical thinking, analysis, active learning, leadership, social influence, emotional intelligence are all critical skills for the future workplace. And coding helps learn all of these. Children can use code and app design to solve real world problems that they care about. These are problems in their schools, in their communities. And this can inspire them to think creatively and also develop some empathy. Coding is often done and it's a big mistake a conception that it's done in isolation. It's done as teams. Very few coding projects work as an individual project. So by teaching kids to code, you're teaching them that collaboration. They work together to solve these challenges, which often requires them to consider multiple opinions and other people's points of view. Uh, And it's so much more. The, 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 The skills and the experience that come beyond the classroom, beyond subject areas, just it it goes further than that. So Mm. they really are, I mean, a great example we love showing or talking to parents about is through coding, we teach children how to break up big problems into Mm. smaller parts that they can work with. That's a concept called decomposition. And it's a big concept that we teach little kids on Let's break it up into what you can handle. There are so many benefits to coding. I can I can go on and on and on. <laughs> is it is it necessarily true? I mean, I'm thinking of the time where we only did uh, let's call them ordinary subjects in our brick and mortar schools, right? So you had I don't know history and and just general mathematics, but now there's music and there's coding and you can you can build things and there's robotics and all kinds of things. I mean, does does that stimulate our children? And and I'm just going to ask it: Does it make them more clever? I I I can't tell you more clever or not, but it brings a new <laughs> skill set. It definitely brings a new skill set, a skill set that, if I'm being honest, I wish I had when I was mm-hmm. at school. You know, just taking away from the maths and the English and the you know those subjects. Yeah. I love them. Don't get me wrong, but when I bring coding to children and I see that spark of creativity and. Yeah. You see the frustration of I can't solve it. And then they get that aha moment. 
I wish that that was something I could have had. The the confidence that I see in kids from the child who sits in the corner of the classroom that just wants to focus on their work Mm -hmm. to the child that's actively yelling at everybody and telling them try something different and try something in a different way it's it's incredible so I don't I can't tell you clever or not but it's definitely bringing that confidence and it's definitely bringing in a new skill set one that is super super important for the future Demi, I have to be a responsible parent and and say most of us are trying to get our children off devices and now we're going hmm well only Saturdays in my house is device day, but now I'm encouraging coding. I mean, are we are we encouraging our kids to go back on devices or is this healthy device use? Maybe there is such a thing, positive device use through coding. Absolutely. If your child is inevitably in a world of technology, they see you on your phone, they see you on your Which iPad. Which they are, yes. They want to be like you. They want to see what you're doing and they want to be part of that. So we really have spoken a lot around what is coding? What are the benefits, the skills, the opportunities, and so much more. And these are reasons why teaching coding is is a benefit to using that device. There's no doubt that our children love spending time on their devices, whether it's their devices, whether it's your devices, they love it. And when you find the right use for the device, when you find something that creates a learning opportunity, like learning to code, the benefits of using these devices become very, very clear. As an added bonus and, and I have to I have to make this known because I am from iSchool Education. But when <laughs> you use that Apple device, be it the iPad, be it the iPhone, be it a MacBook, the parental controls that you get from that device, the safety features that helps you as parents have that peace of mind when using when your child is using that device, really really shines through. So. If you're worried about things like how much time are they spending on their device or what are they doing on their device? Mm. Things like setting screen time limits or setting downtime for your child so that they are away from those devices really helps you balance and ensure that they have a healthy relationship with their device. All things can be good, can be bad. Devices are one of them. And it depends on how they are using it, what they are using it for. All things can be good in proportion. And when you're using a device for educational benefits, for things that are upskilling your child, there really shouldn't be that downside in it. I think this talk should be for all of us as parents, never mind our children and, and coding, you know, like downtime, you better set that screen time, uh, no matter what device you're using. Where can parents sign up for classes? I mean, I, I see that some of the schools um, in in as young as grade one, they are starting with coding classes and, and children have access to devices at school. Um, where, can, where can children sign up? Children, where can parents sign up for uh, coding classes? So through ISO Education, we offer a variety of options for parents to sign their children up to learn how to code. 
We have free iStore Meets sessions that introduce children to coding. And this is a perfect opportunity to just get them a feel for it. Do they actually right. like it? Is yeah. this something they're interested in? This is a short one-hour session and is really, really perfect to see their interest in it. We also offer them virtual coding holiday camps uh, that provide those fun opportunities and activities for them to develop their coding skills. These generally run for two to four sessions um, and start from the basics. So no prior coding experience is needed. Both of these iStore Meet sessions can be found and booked through the iStore Meets website, and that's www.istore.co.za forward slash meets, and that's M-E-E-T-S. We also, as iStore Education, we really want to partner with schools, with parents, and we have amazing, amazing exclusive deals for parents interested in purchasing iPads for their children. This offer we run runs right until February next year. Um, and not only is it great deals, there's multiple payment options making it easier for parents. All can be found out from our website. Demi, it's been great chatting to you. Well, there you heard it. If you're interested in finding out if your child is into coding, maybe you want kids to code, it's really easy to find on www.istore.co.za forward slash education. I feel like coding. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid.